Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. So glad to have all of you here today. We're not going to dismiss for Kids Church today. We're going to keep our children in here because they need to hear what's important today. And what is important today? It's Mother's Day. And they need to hear why mothers should be honored. Amen? So today as we honor moms, I know it can be a difficult day for some moms, possibly because you didn't have that mom. You didn't have that loving mom that is written on some Hallmark card that you buy at the, at the store. And you read those and you're going like, that was never my mom. But I want to tell you today that we celebrate all moms. We celebrate stepmoms. We celebrate new moms. We celebrate adoptive moms. We celebrate foster moms. We celebrate even pet moms. For those longing to be moms, we celebrate single moms grandmoms, grandmas. We celebrate for those with strained relationships with their moms. Don't raise your hand. We celebrate with those missing their moms and grieving their moms today because we know that it's still a special day as you recall and remember your special mother. But I want to remind each of us here today, none of us would be here today without a mom, whether that was a great relationship, or it just brings you chills to think of her, I want to tell you, you would not be here if it was not for your mother. And can I get an amen on that? There was a mom who brought you into this world, and I'm pretty sure your dad could take you out if he wanted to. I just thought I'd throw that in. But for that reason alone, she's worthy of honor because she brought you into this world. I've had the privilege, along with my brother and sisters, to be raised by a mother that was a wonderful example, a godly example. Give her a big hand. She's sitting right here in the front. She's going to be 89 years old this, uh, actually 90 years old this September. Um, She's the oldest member of our church. And so we're privileged and honored to still have our mom here. I know that's not true for many of you. And so count, we counted a blessing, amen? We, we counted a, a double blessing to have her here today. Not only was my mom a huge influence in our lives, but so is my wife today. Uh, I am doubly blessed because I count my wife as a, as a sweet, sweet mom and an extreme example of a godly woman who's helped raise our two daughters uh, the best way I know possible. Uh, when I think of Anna, I think of her as a heavenly gift. She's been a heavenly gift to me. And some of you here may have your spouse and just elbow them and tell them, you're my heavenly gift if your spouse is here today. As we celebrate Mother's Day today, I want to take a look at one well-known scripture. Possibly some of you, if you were raised in church, you might have remembered this scripture, might have had to memorize this scripture. And I want to have you turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Verses 1 and 3, it's up actually on the screen for you. And listen to these words found in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 and 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. 
Let me pray right now. Father, again, we come to you and we pray your blessing upon the remainder of our service, that you bless the words that are spoken, that they would be uh, just words of, of love that every mom in here needs to hear, that every child here needs to hear, to be reminded of why we honor our mothers today. So we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to focus on two words in this scripture. If you look at that scripture again, the very first sentence, children obey. Everybody say obey. Children, especially under the age of 90 years old, say obey. Obey. That's all of you. All of you are children in God's eyes. Did you know that? All of you are children. So it starts with obeying. You know, as children, we think, well, that's for the little kids. Don't put your hands on the hot stove. Don't cross the street without looking both ways. And on and on and on, all of us parents gave our children instructions to obey. And, and what happens when they don't obey? Well, they face consequences. There's, there's serious consequences when you don't obey. And so I want you to focus. I want to take you on this, on this journey here for the next few moments about Christian values in being a mom. We are to obey our mother as well as our father. Can I get an amen? This is a simple truth that will work for the believer as well as the non-believer. God's, God's promises are not just for believers. Do you know that? God's standards work for believers or non-believers. But the, the thing is, as believers, we have insight we have a spirit that guides us and leads us into all truth. But it still works for non-believers. If they obey and honor their parents, they will have long life. I believe my parents are here sitting at their age because they have learned that principle of obeying and honoring their parents. I saw it firsthand with my grandparents, how they obeyed and honored them. How many have seen that in their lives? Amen. Uh, raise your hand if you've seen that in lives around you. Yes. Amen. So again, each one of us is a child here. I want you to understand that. And we, we understand the need for children to obey, but it's just as true for all of us here under the age of 90. We all need to continue to obey. Now this truth exists until the very day we pass on into eternity. And I want to share with you that the Word of God also warns us when we don't obey and honor our parents. And you're going, really? It says that in the Word of God? Yeah, let me take you there. I'm glad you asked. In Deuteronomy chapter 27 and verse 16, listen to these words carefully. Deuteronomy 27 and verse 16. Cursed is anyone who dishonors their father or mother. Wow, that's... That's, that's exactly it. That's powerful. Just as true as the obedience and honoring of a parent is, is this statement right here. That cursed is that person that dishonors their mother or father. So which one are you going to be, children? And I'm speaking to all of you. Are you going to receive a curse on your life? Or would you rather receive a blessing? Oh, but Pastor Rick, you don't know my mother. You don't know my dad. I don't know how many times people have said that. You don't know how I grew up. You don't know what I had to go through. You know, it doesn't matter what you went through. It's what you're going to take with what God has given you now 
which is, which is, your, pre, which is your life, which is a gift to you, what are you going to do with that? And, and really, it doesn't matter how tight your pampers were put on, you know, when you were a baby. Uh, it doesn't matter all the stuff and junk that we've gone through in life. All of us go through things and trials in our, in our early childhood. But at the end of the day, you still have to obey and honor your parent. It didn't say obey and honor them when you agree with them. How many ever disagreed with your mom and dad? You don't even have to raise your hand because I know you have. Because it's natural, it's normal to someday want to disagree with a decision, a choice that they make. But we are to honor them and obey them. There is also another dynamic that occurs as we mature, as we grow up as, as older children, as, as adults. As we get older, we truly begin to understand how to honor as well. You see, a young child doesn't know how to honor they're barely able to obey. But as we get older, we should be able to learn to honor our, our mother and our father. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 22 says the following. Listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Again, spiritual nuggets, spiritual truth for each of you here today. As you obey and honor, the scripture says you will have long life. How many want long life? Is that just me? I think that's most of us here. You want long life. And one of the ways to do that is if your mom and dad are still alive, honor them. Obey them. Honor them. But did you catch what I was, the transition? As young children, we obey. And as older, mature adults, we learn to honor we have to learn to honor our parents. So the question is, this afternoon, is what does honor look like? What does that look like? Because we, when you and I think of honor, some of you may be thinking of something completely different than myself and other people in this room. Let me just share with you what the Word of God says. In the original Old Testament, it was written in Hebrew. In the Hebrew language, the word honor means to be heavy. So in other words, to essentially treat your parents with a ton of respect, with a ton, with a lot of respect and honor. And in the Old Testament, or excuse me, in the New Testament, the Greek language, which the New Testament was written in, the word for honor is tameo, which means to set a price or a value to it, to put value to something. How many have something at home that you value? Most of us do. You have something. It could, be, it could be a vintage car in your garage. It could be a collector's item that's been passed on generation to generation. And it has value on it. And it's the same thing when you put value on your mother. You should have a value there. That's what the New Testament word means, to set a, a, a value to it. So hopefully today, you are honoring your moms, and have set a, a value to her. Maybe your mom is not here today. Maybe she's no longer living. Maybe it's your spouse. Set value to her as the mother of your children or as the mother of her children if you, if, if you didn't have kids together. And, and so there's many ways to give honor to that mom. Amen? Uh, uh, so at this time, I want to invite my wife up here. She's going to share some words. So 
Uh, Anna, give her a big hand as she comes on up. This is a woman filled with wisdom. How do I know that? Because she married me. So here you go. I want to wish all of you a happy Mother's Day. I just want to take some time to honor a few ladies in my life. My mother, number one. Um, my mother was born into a Christian home. Her father was a minister. I found this out about my grandpa later when he passed away in his 90s that when my mother was growing up, he was a pastor of a church. So my mother grew up going to church. She um, sang in church. She played the piano and she played the guitar. My mom was super talented. She played, I think her favorite instrument was a tambourine. So I kind of saw this growing up, not that we went to church, but she had a piano at home and she had instruments. And every now and then, you know, she'd sing her gospel songs. So I kind of grew up with the thought that my mom was a fabulous musician. She played the piano, she played the guitar, and when we'd go visit church, she'd bring her tambourine out. And I remember there was, as I got older, you know, as you get older, you kind of start figuring out your parents, that they kind of sort of have issues. Not like when you're little, you think, wow, they're great. But as you get older, you realize, wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. But I remember we ended up becoming, um, my parents got saved when I was about 15 years old, and we would invite everyone over to our house. And like I said, my mom had this piano. So growing up, I always heard her play. And when she would sit at the piano, she played beautifully. She would always play, um, oh, when the saints go marching in. And she made a lot of noise on that piano, and it was beautiful. So I was under the impression that my mother knew how to play the piano. But later I found out she knew one song, and she made it sound great. So this whole time I thought, oh, my mom plays the piano. So when we had the pastor come over, I'd kind of like to brag about my mom. Oh, mom, why don't you play? Because... We walked into our living room and they said, oh, you have a piano, well, who plays? And my mom was always like, oh, nobody plays, we just have it there. Oh, mom, you play, why don't you sit down and play? And so, of course, you know, I put her on the spot so she'd sit there and she'd start, she would play. And then someone would tell her, well, do you know this song? And she'd kind of look at them and she goes, no. Well, do you know this other song? And then she kind of would laugh. She goes, well, I just know one song. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, here I thought my mom was this great musician. She did love to play the tambourine, and that was the one thing that she did play all the time. She was a very good player um, when it came to playing the tambourine. But I'm so thankful for the mother that um, the Lord blessed me with. She's been gone for some time now. I do miss her because I had a very good relationship with her. But you know, one of the things that I think about my mom being a strong Christian, she ended up accepting the Lord later in life. And when she took that vow that she was going to live for the Lord, she kept her commitment. Later in life, she, she was very ill. But one of the things I admired about her, that she never blamed the Lord or she would never say, why me? Towards the, the last 10 years of her life, she used to do dialysis. And um, there was a couple of times I went to go visit her while she was getting that treatment. And I didn't realize how how difficult that treatment is for her to sit there for four hours while they actually would clean the, the, the blood out. Um, and so I remember one time going and visiting and one of the um, counselors came in and talked to her and said, Mrs. Aguirre, we just wanna make sure that you have a good support system, that you're doing okay, because people tend to get depressed while they're having this procedure done. And my mother, 
She, she was funny also. She made me laugh. She goes, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't, I don't need no counseling because they, they had offered her counseling. She says, oh, no, no, no. I don't need no counseling. Oh, okay. Well, so who's your support system? You know, who helps you out? And she goes, oh, I go to church every Sunday. And I'm thinking, okay, mom, but who's your support system? Oh, no, no. I have my pastor that if I need anything, I talk to him. I have people at church. I don't need no counseling. I'm fine. Look, I'm not depressed. I'm just happy all the time. And so the, the social worker, it was a social worker, she, she kind of looked at my mother and she said, you know, good for you. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that because a lot of times we encounter people that, that are depressed. She goes, Miss Gary, keep doing what you're doing. That makes me really happy that, that, that you're doing well. The lady walks off and my mom looks at me and she goes, I don't need no counseling. Kind of wanted to laugh because I said, Mama, when you talk to the pastor, that, that is counseling. But she was a funny lady and she had, she had her faith in God. She loved the Lord with all her heart. And those are good memories that I keep in my heart and I keep tugging along. I know when difficult things happen to me in life, you know, I don't blame God. And I say, just help me like you helped my mother. Um, I also... I'm thankful for my mother-in-law. Like Rick said, she really is a sweet lady. Um, and, and I see her two sons, my husband and Reuben. You really have your mother's heart because your heart is made of gold. Your heart is made of gold. I want to share a scripture that um, Pastor Rick ended up um, doing a wedding a couple of weeks ago when you married your, your cousin. And um, they had asked me at first if I would read this scripture, and it's the, the um, love scripture. And um, I didn't get a chance to read it because another cousin re read it. But as I was reading over it, Mama, you just came to mind because you are a loving person. And I just want to share it with you. And it's found in 1 Corinthians 13, chapter 4. Chapter 13, verse 4, it says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, boastful, proud, or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wrong. It doesn't rejoice about injustice or, re or rejoices whenever... Let me read that again. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, always hope, and always endures through every circumstance. And you know, as I was, as I was reading that, you came to mind because you are, you're a gift to our family. We love having you here every Sunday. Um, just your presence is a huge support to our family and our church is really blessed. So I just wanna take this time to honor you and just to thank you for the beautiful mother-in-law you've been and just the beautiful person you are. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Give, give Anna a big hand. Good job. Don't worry, Papa. Father's Day is next month. But all of you, I'm sure, could share words similar to that about your mother, maybe your mother-in-law. Um, so important today to honor them to honor your mother, to honor your father, come next month, amen? <laughs> Again, it's not just about getting your mother a nice Mother's Day card. Hopefully you're not just, it's just a card and then that's it, and that's the only nice thing you ever say to her. Hopefully you do more than that. Um, you know, 
Honor is an extreme value that you give to your mother. It's a choice that each of us have to honor your parents, to honor your mother. Again, some of you are sitting there thinking, but Pastor Rick, you don't know my mother. It doesn't matter. The scriptures didn't say, well, if your mother's mean, you don't need to honor her. If your mother didn't treat you right when you were a child, you don't need to honor her. It didn't say that. It said, honor your mother and father. So maybe the question should be asked this afternoon, Lord, am I aware of any bitterness in my heart that I'm holding towards my parent, gone or still here? Maybe she, not, she may not be here in this room physically, but maybe she's still alive and you're holding bitterness somewhere in your heart. But can I still find a way to honor my mother? Yes, the answer is yes. Of course you can. And that's why it's important to let go of the past. That's really the whole life of being a believer, is to let go of the past. Because the past will follow you as long as you hold on to it. How many know that? You've got to learn to let go of the past. And that may be the relationship that you may have had with your mother and father. <clears throat> but honoring your mother starts with what God has, commandment, what God has commanded, which is to obey. It starts with that first word, obey. And then to show her the value she has through the eyes of God for the position and the role she's been given, which is your mom. And she did the very best she, did, she knew how. How many know that? Your mom did the very best she knew how. Amen? And in closing today, if you still have your mother alive today, be thankful Rejoice in that. Remember, child of God, that you honor God when you honor your mother. I want to read Proverbs 31, which has been read today in countless churches today, where it talks about the godly woman. Proverbs chapter 31, and I'm going to start with verse 25. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Amen. That is why we honor our moms today. Those scriptures right there are exactly why. Children, child of God today, honor your mother and father. And today, as we close, I want to invite moms to come on up here. If you don't mind just lining up here, we give them a big hand as they come up because we're going to give you a gift today. Moms, come on up. Come on up. Uh, we're going to pull you out of your comfort zone for just a second. But don't worry, you're going to leave with a gift. <laughs> so come on up. Any mom in here, come on up. And just line up this way, and then I want to pray a prayer of blessing over each of you. 
that. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Give them a big hand again. All right. If you would just look and then um, just, just receive today this prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we come right now into your presence. And this is the greatest gift that you have bestowed on these women, which is motherhood. Lord, the privilege to know that they have been given the task of raising a little human being from the crib all the way into adulthood. We pray, Father, your blessing, your favor upon each of these women, that they would receive your favor today as they are honored in their families today for being a mother, which is a ministry, which is a calling, which is a gifting. And we pray, Father, today that you would bless them, that you would, again, honor them today as we set aside this day to honor each one of these moms. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Um, give them a big hand clap again. And Anna, go ahead. Anna. I want to let you know that on the way out, and this is for everyone, not just the women, we have carnations up here. I have the red ones and the white ones. So if your mom has gone to heaven like my mom, I would like everybody to take one white carnation. If your mother is still alive, go ahead and take a red one. And that's for everyone in the room. I know we have enough, enough flowers, so just help yourself. And then I have a few gifts. I have flowers. You're welcome to take one. Now, if you are like my daughter, Raquel, that's allergic to flowers, I have pens. So Raquel has allergies, so I have to be considerate that there might be other women that are allergic to flowers. I just have to share. I bought these flowers on Friday because we had my dad's funeral yesterday, so I bought flowers on Friday. And then I bought flowers for my dad Well, my precious daughter woke up Saturday, just sneezing. In fact, that's why she's got the mask on because she's allergic to flowers. So um, help yourself. And like I said, I'm going to hold the pens here. If anybody wants a pen, take a pen or a flower. How many are doing something afterwards with their mom or doing dinner or something, spoiling her? Hopefully you're doing that um, today. Um, if you can't, then do it next week. Do it sometime this year. Don't just pick one day a year to honor your your mom. Do it throughout the year. Amen? Let's stand as we close today. We're going to pray the blessing over you. So again, if you would just lift your hands one last time. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace today in Jesus' name. And God, may you bless every mom here today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.